Performance is not just for top athletes and actors. It's something we engage in every day of our lives. But the question is, are we performing at our best? How we think, feel, and behave all influence our results from day to day. Dr. Christie and her guests will show you the common elements behind performance and how it all ties back to our success. Welcome to The Mental Game of Life with Dr. Christy Warner. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is Dr. Christy Warner, your host for the show. I'm a senior business consultant with MPS, and I work in the productivity space, helping people and organizations be more effective. I'm also an adjunct business professor, and I love the business world. But prior to this, I worked as a mental health counselor and a sports psychologist for many years. I also loved that world. Many of my specialties is really bridging those worlds together, especially around the topic of performance and using tools, primarily the mind, to help people get the results from themselves. I'm excited to be here with you today for our third show in the series. If you're listening for the first time, our first four shows are really focused around performance topics that apply to any area of your life, home, business, music, sport. Last week, we explored the connection between passion and performance, how engaging activities we love can actually help us to increase our daily motivation, focus, and performance in many areas of our life. Identifying what we're passionate about is the first step, and sometimes the hardest. Second is blocking off time in our busy week to engage in activities that really fuel you, help you to recharge. But with all the competing demands out there for your time and focus and ways that we can get distracted, getting clear about our goals for the year is paramount in charting a path and a plan for success at work and in our life. If we do not have clear goals, the things we care about most, the things we're passionate about often fall to the wayside, and we do, not end, we do not end up achieving the goals that we want to. This week, we're going to be exploring how effective goal setting can help us achieve optimum results in our lives. And it's springtime here in North America, and I love spring. There's a newness, a sense of freshness in the air. Flowers and plants are sprouting and growing everywhere. It's the true growth phase of our environment, and it has relevance for us as well. We do spring cleaning. We start planting our gardens. We do some summer shopping. We get new hairdos. People are getting their uh, getting ready for summer, so they're hitting the gym. Warmer weather tends to create more actions. And in this spring process, and even for those that are just in the mid-year process who are going into more of a winter, fall, it is that time where we start to reflect on the last quarter or the last five months that we've been going through and taking stock of what we've actually accomplished so far and noting how far we need to go to accomplish what we, what we set out to achieve this particular year. And I imagine there are a few of you out there that set some goals for the year. Uh, I'd say around January 1st or so. Some of you might have fallen off the wagon entirely by now. Some of you may be kind of putzing along towards those goals, or some of you might be full steam ahead. Statistics Brain Research Institute looks at New Year's goals each year and reports some new data responses every year. Well, no surprise, the top three are losing weight, healthier eating, self-improvement, and better financial decisions. But this is what's really interesting. Only 41% of Americans usually accomplish the New Year's resolutions, where 17% infrequently make those resolutions and 42% absolutely never make their New Year's resolutions. That's 59% of people either never making them or making them infrequently. And this is what's also interesting. Only 72% of people actually keep the resolutions for the first week. But at six months, there's only 44% of people that are still moving forward with their New Year's resolutions. 
So no matter where you are to your goals right now, you're going to love today's show. It's an opportunity to refresh, revive, or completely reset those goals to help turn a path of becoming a master of producing results in your life. Research tells us that people who set goals are happy and more successful, but only if they set them correctly. Today, we're going to explore why goal setting is so important, what does it do for us mentally, how it can drive our behavior and increase our performance, and of course, what gets in our way of accomplishing great results. To answer some of these questions, we have a wonderful guest today, the CEO of Best Year Yet, Lori Oswald. In a nutshell, Best Year Yet is an organization that is dedicated to helping people and organizations create great, meaningful goals to drive meaningful results in their lives. Over a million people and over a thousand businesses have used the Best Year Yet system to set goals and objectives that matter to them, to overcome roadblocks to achieving these goals, and create an inspiring and sustainable plan for achieving their best year yet. Lori Oswald brings passion to people and businesses to reach their potential. She has a tremendous experience in international sales and marketing, developing high-performing individuals and teams, creating and cascading strategic plans and accountability programs, as well as not launching new programs and products. Lori is a true believer in the power of why to help drive successful and meaningful strategies in business and in life. It is such a pleasure to welcome a good colleague of mine, Lori Oswald, to the Mental Game of Life. Hi, Christy. Thanks for having me today. Thanks, Lori. Thanks for being on the show. It's so wonderful to have you on this great day. I'm in Fort Lauderdale and it's sunny and warm and I'm loving that you're able to be here today. Fabulous. Well, shout out to Fort Lauderdale. You may not know this, but that's actually where I was born and raised. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Oh, I love it. Wonderful. Well, Lori, let's jump right in. And I love knowing little bits about more about you. So tell me a little bit about your journey to becoming the CEO of Best Year Yet. Yes. Well, it's it's been a great one. As you mentioned, I spent over 20 years in the corporate world and then the last 10 years going back into that world to help leaders and professionals in the area of productivity, accountability, planning, and so forth, and encountered Best Year Yet along the way and started using it myself, started recommending it to others, and it had a profound impact on me and those around me and had an opportunity to take leadership of the organization and really look at how do we take Best Year Yet forward, what is Best Year Yet 2.0 look like. It's been around for over three decades. It's been delivered all over the world, and it's been a wonderful way for me to apply my passion for helping people accomplish what they want, but also look at what are really the needs of today's professional and leader. You know, in the space of productivity, uh, in the space that you and I, you know, work together in, uh, executives inside organizations don't always know what's important to them, and that you know, became apparent time and time again. So Bester Yet for me is an opportunity to help people around the world get clear on what matters most to them and give them a system and a way of of bringing it to life. That's awesome. No small goal there, Lori. (laughs) No. (laughs) Great. Well, you know, one thing that I'm curious about is um, how did you get interested in goal setting? Like I know there's a productivity piece there, but is there something along your life that has been helpful in terms of goal setting that really led you to the path that you're on today? Yeah, it's a a great question. And I I was just telling this story the other day because it's, you know, connected pieces of my life together at this point. My mother was 
an English teacher, a big reader with lots of books around our house. And I wasn't, but I would occasionally pull a book off the shelf. And when I was a teenager, so Christy, probably 15 or 16, I pulled this little paperback book off the shelf called How to Get Control of Your Time and Your Life. It was published in 1973. You can still order it on Amazon today. But it starts out asking three questions and posing these three questions to the reader. And the three questions were, what are your lifetime goals? What do you want to accomplish in the next three years? And if you knew you only had six months to live, what would you spend your time doing and being? And as a teenager, those were very lofty questions, but I took the time to answer them. And we relocated last year, and I recently found the piece of paper that I answered many, many, many decades ago with my lifetime goals at the age of 16, how I wanted to spend those next three years, and and if I, you know, just had a short period of time left, what would I do? And I have the piece of paper on my desk next to me, and many of the things that I wrote at that time have actually, you know, come forward in my life, and it was incredibly Uh, moving to me at such a young age, this idea of time being short, this idea of time not being a guarantee and how important it is for each of us to, to use it in ways that mean the most to us and to recognize that it's not guaranteed. And, and the more that I can help others uh, use their time in the ways that matter most and provide programs and systems to do that. And, and, you know, that's the purpose of our team as well then, you know, that's a, it's a good thing for the world. So goal setting for me is uh, so much of who I am, but a passion in terms of helping people do it in a way that works, that's simple, that's fun, and that's, you know, really meaningful. So long answer to your question, but it was particularly poignant to have all those dots connected. Yeah, and how amazing it is to find that piece of paper so many years later and then realize mm-hmm. that the power of goal setting like really just came to life in front of you decades later. And here you are checking off goals that sure enough have come true in the last 20, 30 years. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's an amazing story. Thank you for sharing that with us. And, you know, I think it really moves us well into sort of tapping into your wisdom and knowledge around goal setting. I know that your best year yet offers great programs and we'll definitely get there, but I'm really interested in really getting getting to know your wisdom and your knowledge around goal setting and what can it can do for us as human beings. And I'm excited. I, um, you and I haven't had that many conversations about best year yet. So I'm excited to learn and to share with uh, our listeners. So Lori, my first question to you is really, um, why do you think goal setting is so important? Well, it's been proven time and time again, that when we are clear on what we want, when there is clarity that our, you know, our energy, our mental state, and our actions start to line up. Um, otherwise, you know, we, we don't have a direction. So clarity uh, is really important, and goal setting plays right into that. The other is it creates momentum. So if you can imagine, you know, you're holding a hose of water and you put your thumb on the end, right, to create some focus, all of a sudden that water increases in velocity. So when we set goals, we get clear, and then momentum results. Right, we start taking action, and our energy starts driving to, you know, a list of priorities, which then, you know, causes things to to happen. The other is, as human beings, 
you know, I'm committed to helping people get their hands back on the wheel and really owning inside themselves that they can create possibility and that there is an infinite space in which they can bring their full selves to whatever they're up to. So that's another aspect of goal setting. It develops us as human beings. It causes us to, to ask you know, those questions of ourselves, uh, to get really clear on how we are different, what we bring to the world, what's important to us, and then to take action on it. So there's lots that can be said for goal setting, but clarity, um, empowering, bringing our full selves and creating possibility are, are definitely the biggies for me. Great. And there's two things that really stuck out at me when you were talking that through. And one is um, the impact it can have on our actions and our behaviors. Like goal setting can actually influence our behaviors. Can you dig into that a little bit more? Sure. So if we look at uh, our mental state or our thoughts, um, those create feelings inside of ourselves, right? We, we have a thought and we have a reaction, an emotional state. And then we take that emotional state into our behavior and that emotional state of those feelings also cause us to take action. And then that behavior connects back into thoughts again, right? We, we take action on something and then we have a thought about it. It went well, it didn't go well. We make an observation and so forth. So it's, there's this constant cycle between what we think, our mental state, what we feel, and the action that we take. And the more we can line up goals that connect to what's important to each of us as human beings, it strengthens our ability to, to think positively, think in a way that serves us, which then creates, you know, positive feelings in our experiences and in the way we, you know, we go about the world. So, you know, goal setting sometimes gets a a bit of a bad rap is being all about productivity, productivity, get things done. But this, this idea and this experience of goal setting actually strengthens, you know, our state of mind, our mindset, our outlook, and our feelings, and creates a tremendous sense of, of completion um, and, you know, just good energy about, you know, what we're up to. Yeah, that's some good points. And I love how you're connecting how behaviors and feelings or how we think and how we feel really influences our behaviors and increases our results and then turns back around and include and then influences our thinking and our feeling again, because that's all what I've been talking about as well over the last couple of shows. Um, the interesting piece that I, I think I heard you say was you want to help people put your hands back on the wheel. And there is this thing that people feel like they don't have control of their behaviors or their outcomes and that's a, something that I've noticed and I've heard. Do you hear that in, in people that you're trying to help, that they don't feel like they have control of their life? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into, right, getting in our way, derailing us, whether it's an individual, a student, a team, an executive, right, or teams inside of companies. It's, it's very easy, though, to have our energy and attention, you know, get distracted into what's getting in our way. And, and you know, over time, and certainly when you look at some of the cultures and countries that Best Year Yet Work is delivered in, you know, not, not everyone is even aware that they have a choice and can make a choice and can put their hands on the wheel, let alone actually have a system and, a, and, a, and access to how, to how to do that. 
So it's tremendously empowering when we can keep bringing all, all of ourselves back to, hey, I, I've got, you know, I can control this. I can change where I'm going. I can change my thinking, my beliefs around this, and I can take different actions. I don't always have to react to what's going on around me or be the victim of circumstances. Mm-hmm. It seems like to me goal setting can be a really powerful tool to help people put those hands back on the wheel to let them see that they can have focus and start to really move towards move their thinking, their emotions and their behaviors in a direction. So I'm excited to to keep diving into this, Lori, but we're going to take a really quick break. And I just want to thank our listeners for joining the show. We'll be right back to continue our great discussion about goal setting with Lori Oswald, the CEO of Best Year Yet. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune into Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. This is The Mental Game of Life. To reach Dr. Christy Wanner, send an email to thementalgameoflife at gmail.com. Again, that's thementalgameoflife at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Thanks for joining the show. We're here with Lori Oswald, CEO of Best Year Yet, and we're having a great discussion around goal setting. Lori has really provided some great insights so far around the importance of goal setting. The one thing I really want to dive into, Lori, is how do we actually write an effective goal? Because I think it's like a, little, a little bit harder than we think it is to write a great goal that we can accomplish. Do you have thoughts on that or, or examples on how we can write a, a goal that's useful? Yes, absolutely. And it goes to the process and approach that we use here at Best Year Yet. Um, 
So always we recommend starting with the end in mind. So whatever your, your period of time is in terms of the goal that you want to set, you know, think about where you want to get at the end of, of the day or the month, or in our case, it's 12 months, which doesn't have to be a calendar year, by the way. You can start your best year yet plan at any time. But thinking about the end in mind creates, you know, a, a colorful picture, a palette, if you will, of where you want to get to. In terms of, of goals themselves, many of you probably have heard uh, the term SMART goal. Um, not everyone is familiar with it, but it's an acronym to help us create a roadmap for our goal setting. So SMART meaning be specific, set a goal that's measurable so that you know whether or not you've accomplished it, attainable, you know, make sure that it's realistic, relevant, um, relevant to what's important to you. Uh, your priorities, what's going on in your life or in your business, you know, relative to your strategy. Uh, and then and then T, timely. It has, it has timing attached to it. And you can put all of that in one sentence. It sounds, you know, like a lot, but it really goes a long way to having goals that are uh, actionable and clear. And then we add a little twist on the end, which is exciting and revealed. So at Best Year Yet, we go for smarter goals, not just smart goals. So make it exciting. You know, have it be something that inspires you and then reveal it, post it, share it, um, you know, include others in your quest and whatever you're, you're up to. You know, they're, we're, we're all here to support each other. So I think if you use those smart best practices, ensure that it's exciting and then reveal that you're going to be off to a great start, Christy. Thank you for sharing that, Lori. I've never heard of the smarter, just the smart goals. So that's uh, new for me. Um, and one thing that I have, I have learned about myself, and I saw actually I was peeking around on your website, and I, I saw that you guys allude to this as well. It's really making sure that you produce um, an emotional connection with your goal. And can you share what the value of that that is for the for the person, or for how we can create it or move forward towards it? Yes, yeah, so we also at Best Year Yet talk about two types of goals. A, a process goal uh, might be something that you, you do uh, or take action on on a regular basis. might be jog three times a week, right? That's a process goal. A results goal is uh, an alternative to a process goal and is often more inspiring, which is what do you want to get out of that activity or that process goal? Um, and we always encourage people to write their goals in a way that, that has that emotional connection or is inspiring. So you could have a goal that's jog three times a week all year. But alternatively, I have one uh, that I've used the last couple of months, which is jog outdoors on a beautiful outdoor trail three times a week to feel as strong as I was when I was 34. Right? So I'm really painting a picture that is inspiring to me, it's motivating, I'm reminding myself why I want to do it, and I'm much more likely to, you know, to take action on that goal than to look at, you know, another list that says jog three times a week. And this is really personal to each individual, um, but the more colorful you can make it and tie it to the outcome that you want, the higher your success rate is going to generally be. Yeah, I could I could feel the difference when you read those or you when you said those out loud the jogging three times a week was like, eh, 
you know, <laughs> when you, read, when you, read your, <laughs> you know, but when you actually read the one that you created for you, I mean, I could feel a difference and that's not even my own goal, you know? So I love that. I love to be able to, you know, share that uh, nugget with people to really make it, you know, connected to your heart and to make it inspiring for you because there will be days when you're not motivated to move towards mm-hmm. your goals and uh, that can help. Um, so the other thing I was thinking about, Lori, is have you noticed when people, at what point do people start kind of fading or losing motivation for their goals? Have you, given your experience, have you been noticed, is it like three months, four months? What is it? Well, I wouldn't say that people lose interest or motivation, but, but definitely in our world, the first 90 days after an individual or a team creates a best year yet plan know, are the most important, right? That's that period of time when we build up habits, we're learning. Parts of the best year yet plan, you know, can be a little bit uh, uncomfortable because it's new, particularly the pieces that relate to mindset and belief. Um, You're learning to use, you know, in our case, our software tools or our mobile app. It just takes time to kind of get in the groove. But once people get in the groove and they have some level of support around them, we have a very, very high success rate. And that's why Best Year Yet's been around for 35 years and has been delivered, you know, uh, in 20-plus languages in 35 countries is because it's, you know, it, it works. It's easy to keep going. It's easy to stay motivated. It doesn't take a lot of time, and it's really focused. But that first 90 days, just like taking on anything new, is, is important. I think that makes a lot of sense. And the one thing that I love that I just heard you say was it can be easy. I think there are so many messages out there from all all around us and all parts of our society around change and change has to be hard. And what I'm hearing is that through your process, it can be easier. You bet. You bet. And, you know, our founders, Tinny Ditzler is the founder and, and created the methodology um, and her husband, Tim, you know, also helped to launch the business that is now Best Year Yet. And I asked him one time, how did you come up with this, you know, this year-long time frame? And he said, well, there's a lot out there about how to have a great life. But that's overwhelming for most of us, right? How do you just create a great life out of thin air? And their philosophy was, if you chunk it down to a 12-month period of time, you can make magic happen in 12 months, right? You can find somebody and get married. You can launch a business. You can, you know, move across the world. You can do some pretty lofty things in a year's, you know, time frame, but it's also short enough that people can get their arms around it, right? You can, most of us can think in terms of a year and think three months out, six months, 12 months out and chunk down, you know, what this next year is going to look like. And you're right. It doesn't have to be hard. Not only that, it can be fast and fun and, and really, really powerful. I love that. And we're going to get into a little more about uh, your products here in a minute. I have a couple more questions around just your wisdom around this process in terms of just goal setting in general. What have you noticed is like the number one roadblock or mistake that people make when they're setting goals? Uh, What a great question. Um, I would say number one is setting too many goals. And number two uh, not giving themselves permission to set goals that are aligned with uh, values and and sort of the big picture. So taking on goals that they're not fully aligned with and setting too many goals. 
Got it. So too many goals makes complete sense to me. Tell me a little bit more about the value piece. Are people like setting goals that maybe their partner wants them to set that's not fully aligned with their own values? Or is there something else there that I'm I'm not picking up on? Yeah, I think that's, a, that's one way that that shows up. But I mm. think, you know, for example, uh, in the Best Year Yet process, we have individuals look at the various roles that they you know, that they take on in their life, the different hats that they wear. And we also have people explore their personal values. And so we want ultimately the goals that people are choosing, you know, this really short, precious list of priorities to be really aligned with what's important to them. Um, you know, and, and values are, right, those North Star, they make, values make us each, you know, individually who we are as well as the different you know, hats we wear as we as we go about our life. So we want, you know, the goals to, to line up with those things, our unique self, our unique gifts, and what's really important to us. And I think it's pretty easy to take on goals that we think we should have uh, around those typical buckets of goal setting, uh, particularly in our culture, you know, finance, home, health, uh, so on. And there's nothing wrong with those traditional buckets of goals, but sometimes they can be limiting and cause people to have goals on their list that we would call a should goal, right, or a have to goal, as opposed to a goal that really lines up with who they are. Right. I can see some of those should goals feeling more task oriented, like there's not a lot of great motivation. It's like something you have to do, it's something part of your to do list, versus it really motivating you to accomplish your greatness. Exactly. Got it. Thank you for sharing that, Lori. Are there, are there like any other negative paradigms or sort of habits that you've seen that really hold people back from, from reaching their goals in your experience? Uh, well, you know, we, we all on our journey that is life and in our professional paths uh, have all kinds of experiences. And, you know, unfortunately, we tend to let the, the negative experiences weight us down um, and can hold on to you know, patterns that don't serve us, hold on to, um, you know, baggage from the past or challenges that we had. So I think letting go is something that we work with our, you know, our leaders and our executive teams as well as our individual, you know, best or yet subscribers. It's really creating a space for them to acknowledge, you know, disappointment, what they learn from them, and then let them go. Um, you know, holding on doesn't, you know, it holds us back. And so the more that we can help all of our users let go in all settings, the more powerful they are as they, you know, embark then on their, you know, path to create a plan and set new goals. And the other is to recognize that once we're aware of what's holding us back, then we have a choice. Do we continue to let it hold us back or do we choose something different? And then creating a process to help people choose something else, a new belief. And it may not feel you know, um, very authentic at first, but we can all choose new beliefs and live into them over time. And that's another thing that we, you know, that we really believe in and and want to empower, you know, everyone with the tools to be able to do that for themselves. Awesome. It sounds like a, it's a great process. And one thing that I've I've noticed in myself and others is that, you know, sometimes you can actually just have an old habit of not making your goals and it creates sort of like a micro failure. And then it's like, ah, I didn't make it, didn't make it last year. didn't make it the year before that. And um, it can create sort of that negative pattern. 
And I'm thinking that the process that you're talking about could really help people to have a funner, that's not even a word, more fun experience um, Mm -hmm. with with goal setting. So I would love to kind of dig in just to really understand how your approach to goal setting is different um, than other tools and services out there. Sure. Let's do it. Great. So what is uh, what do you think is different about, I mean, you've been kind of alluding to a couple of things along the way, but if you had to put it into a little box, um, what do you think is different about what Best Year Yet offers for goal setting than other services that you've seen out there? Uh, such, a, such a great question. Um, I would start with a, a quote, actually, that I came across this morning, ironically, uh, which is, the art and science of asking questions is the source of all knowledge. So the process of creating a best year yet plan is simply asking a series of 10 questions, answering, sorry, a series of 10 questions. So in creating a plan via our methodology, you're creating it and we are just the guide. And you answer questions and as a result of that, you know, you end up with a plan. And everybody answers the same questions, whether it's a high level, you know, C-level leadership team in a corporation or a sports team or, you know, a group of professionals or a family or an individual. Everybody's, you know, answering the same question. So it's self-generated. That's one distinction. It's fast. Uh, you can create a best year yet plan for an entire year as an individual in, you know, three to four hours. A team can do it in a day to a day and a half. It's universal. It works in all cultures and at all levels. Uh, it's timeless. It's worked for a really long time. Um, all plans are one page, a single page, and every plan has only 10 goals. So what we're after, Christy, is not everything you want to do this year and a very complicated you know, document, same thing for a team, but what are the 10 most important things you know, that you'd like to experience, create, or manifest this year? You want to get all that on one page. So the result is top 10 priorities. And then, you know, that's, that's kind of step one is creating your plan through Best Year Yet. So you answer questions fast, it's fun, universal, and it's simple. And then, you know, we're very committed to the other two key pieces, which are follow-through. How do you take that? And then what do you do with it for 12 months? So we have software and tools, uh, mobile apps and so on that help you break down that really simple one-page plan and decide what you're going to do next week or next month or in the next quarter. So breaking it down through a system of follow-through with online tools is very distinct. And again, half an hour a month for an individual, a couple of hours for a team. This isn't a significant investment of time, but the results are just dramatic. And then we have people that have done best year yet for, you know, for decades. And once, once it kind of gets in your DNA, you, you know, you're, you sort of get addicted to it. And in addition to creating a plan in the follow-through, we have a mastery curriculum. So what are the, the foundational philosophies of life, right, that help us all get better and better at creating what we want and learning and, you know, being our full selves and the same with a team. So we have a series of monthly lessons. Um, that you can listen to and practice and do exercises around and share. They're all in the space of exactly what, you know, what you and I are talking about. And, and I know what you think it stands for, commitment, responsibility, you know, using your time, managing our thoughts and feelings, you know, all of those 
you know, tools in the toolkit that help us on this journey of, of creating what we want. So probably a, a long answer to your question, but those are the major distinctions. Wow. It sounds easy. It sounds exciting. I love the follow through and the support. And um, when we get back from break, we're going to dive into more programs that you have and share with the, the listeners. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you are a small business owner or a creative freelancer in pretty much any field, you can't miss Let's Get Radical. Your hosts, Jody Paydar and Liz Gold, will help you redevelop your plans, policies, and practices to take a radical turn in order to achieve new success. They spotlight the latest in technology, attitudes, what others are doing, and what can help you. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And let's get radical. Hi, I'm Rebecca Costa, host of the Costa Report, every Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. My guest this week was Secretary of Housing and Urban Development under President Clinton, Mr. Henry Cisneros, who'll be here to talk about 13 trends which make investing in real estate in urban centers a sure bet. Don't miss Henry Cisneros this Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. This is The Mental Game of Life. To reach Dr. Christy Wanner, send an email to thementalgameoflife at gmail.com. Again, that's thementalgameoflife at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Thanks so much for joining our show today. We're here with Lori Oswald, the CEO of Best Year Yet, learning all about goal setting. And uh, we're going to go right back in. Lori's been telling us about what, what makes uh, Best Year Yet such an easy program to use with all this support as well. And um, Lori, I understand that there are pieces of the of what you offer for individuals, and then you offer some programs for businesses. Could you kind of let us know what the distinction is there and what you have to offer for each of those different paths? Yeah, absolutely, Christy. Um, so for those of you listening, uh, anyone in the world can jump on our site, bestyouryet.com, and subscribe, which throws you right into an interactive online workshop that will help you create, you know, your Best Year Yet plan for the year. Uh, it's very easy. You can subscribe, you know, for the year or monthly. Jump on. There are coaching videos to guide you through the questions. And then once you finish your plan, you can access videos that help you learn our software. 
can download our mobile app, which is free for all subscribers, and, and you're off and running. And, and with our individual subscribers, uh, we offer ongoing support, so you'll get, you know, email reminders and content to kind of help support you on your path. We offer webcast conversations. We have a wonderful group of certified partners and coaches around the world that you can access to help you either initially or, you know, throughout your 12-month journey. Um, and then we have audio lessons and other learning content that you have access to as a subscriber. So super easy, log on, sign up, off you go. And then we also offer, you know, multiple ways that organizations can bring Best Year Yet into their culture and integrate it into what they're up to. We have clients that are bringing us in to help with their diversity and inclusion inclusion efforts. We have clients that are bringing us in to help, you know, support their uh, engagement goals and initiatives. We have clients that are bringing us in to help around, you know, the areas of, of you know, whole life balance and wellness. And then we have clients that bring us in, you know, and link best year yet to performance management. And so, you know, that that format and that approach can happen in a number of different ways. You can provide access to your employees, for example, to the self-paced subscription experience, and they can be off and running, you know, with our support. But we also deliver group workshops that are really interactive and fun where we bring a group of people in the room. could be an intact team. It could just be a group of employees, and we help guide them and facilitate them to create their plans together, and there's a lot of sharing and exercises, and they're working online, and it's really dynamic and fun. That's a, just a one-day program. And then we also facilitate teams. Um, we have facilitated, you know, teams, as I said, in, in small to medium businesses as well as, you know, in corporations. Teams go through the same questions, and the, the fun of that is that they're creating a shared plan together. So they're working through the process as a group, and at the end of the day, they've got, you know, a plan for, it could be their, it could be an account team, a project team, a leadership team, and so on. So those are really the three primary, you know, access formats for best year yet, self-paced groups and teams. Wonderful. It sounds like you have a lot to offer our listeners, anyone that's interested in, in, in better goal setting. And so one thing I would love for people to know is how do they get a hold of you and or how do they get a hold of um, your organization? Great question. So you can certainly click, you know, contact us on our website. I believe it's info at bestyouryet.com. My personal email address is laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at bestyouryet.com. So it's as simple as shoot us a note, and you'll hear back from someone right away. Wow, that's great. So I just wanted to make sure people uh, knew how to get a hold of you, because it sounds like you're really offering a lot of things and helping people put their hands back on the wheel, which is terrific to have accountability, to make changes in their life. And I have kind of two sort of last questions for you, Laurie. And one is, how does your process really address the mindset and drive results for both individuals and teams? Yeah, so if you can imagine a, a group of people in a room that are that are all creating individual plans and whole life, right? So they have their business and their personal goals integrated together. I facilitated a group of CEOs recently, and in the process, they're sharing along the way. And in that act of sharing, they are now taking a certain level of responsibility for each other. Um, when we listen to others and we connect to their experience, it enriches our own experience, right? We learn from others. We also can relate to others or can, sh- you know, sharing our own experiences 
you know, helps to drive up our own confidence. So, you know, part of what we're trying to create with Best Year Yet, uh, particularly inside organizations, is a shared experience. And the same thing happens with, with teams. You know, when teams go through the process together, they become more strategic thinkers. They show up at higher levels. They become more capable of manifesting results. They are more accountable, right, and more connected to each other. Um, and so all of that, you know, connects to their mindset, right? They're setting, you know, consciousness and a mental state that is strong. So you're an athlete. I know you know how important that is. As well as taking the right action and giving each other feedback along the way. Um, so it all, you know, it all connects and the process of doing it, you know, not in a, in a silo, doing it with others is really, really powerful and, and really fun. Yeah, it sounds pretty powerful. And I love that accountability piece. I know I've had a coach recently and it makes a big difference having someone there helping you, whether it's a peer or, you know, professional coach. Um, I love what you're sharing, Lori. And I, I also have um, a little insider knowledge about um, your foundation that you're starting. So I would love to just give you, you know, a few minutes to let our listeners know about that. Um, and then I have one final question for you. Great. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. We're Really excited about it. We're launching the Best Year Yet Foundation this quarter, which will bring Best Year Yet to nonprofits around the world, uh, community projects and organizations that, number one, don't have access to this kind of, of resource, right, coaching and training and facilitation, but also may not, you know, have the means to, to afford it. And our work is very purpose-driven, and some of our great successes uh, are tied to philanthropic efforts. One of our, our most recent successes is uh, the Coxless Crew is a group of, of four women that set out a couple of years ago to raise money for two charities in uh, the United Kingdom. And with no experience, they set a goal to row across the Pacific from California to Australia, unassisted in a 28-foot crew boat. And they used Best Year Yet to train for their expedition, and then they created a Best Year Yet plan for their expedition, and as a result, uh, set two world records, came back safely, and raised a tremendous amount, you know, for the charitable organizations that they work with. So, you know, Best Year Yet has this incredible energy uh, to impact, you know, big things happening in the world and to enable those that you know, that need that support and need that leg up. So that's what the foundation is going to be all about. We're still working on some of the details and the mission, but really excited about the possibility and appreciate you bringing it up. Great. Thank you for sharing that, Lori. I'm really excited to see where that goes and stay in touch with you and um, about that. Very exciting. So as we wrap up the show, the one thing that I always do is uh, called the recipe for success. So I'd love for you to start us off on that. Laurie, what is one thing that if somebody wants to truly master producing results year after year, what's one piece of advice you have for them to get started? Ah, what a great question. Um, I would say to choose, make the choice to create what you want. And number two would be make a plan. Great. Well, Laurie, empower yourself and choose and make a plan. Love it. Lori, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for your time and your energy and your insight into goal setting. Um, so appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you, Christy. I love what you're doing. The show is, is a wonderful resource 
uh, for listeners. And I hope you all enjoyed it. And thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. So as I wrap up the show, I'm going to continue on from Lori's uh, recipes of success. You got what she said, those two pieces. I'm going to give you mine as well. I recommend, so I've done a little research on goal setting, and I recommend creating a theme for the year to drive your overarching decisions around goals. Is it a year of learning? Is it a year of self-care or health? You know, as we've been talking about, write out your goals and be specific and intentional. Write them out so they stand out, so they're not surrounded by the clutter that's that tends to be in our minds. Get that clarity. Define them. Use wordsmith them. Make sure that they resonate with you. Create smart goals or smart er goals, like Lori was saying. Choose goals that matter, not just the easy ones that reflect who you are. Also, making sure that you connect them to that emotional connection. That's so important. You can write that connection or you can even visualize it in your mind. Connect it to your heart. It's really important to do that. It's, it's easy to skip something that's not connected to your heart. Make sure those goals are really connected. The next one is create a thorough plan. Create a road, a roadmap from A to B. Now, some plans um, can, you know, you want to create a direction. Some plans can be really flushed out. Some of them can be, can, can get flushed out along the way. But the important thing is really to create a plan and to use um, services that Bester yet offers to help you do that. All other thing is explore obstacles and plan ahead for them. Really, really important to do that so that you are you know what might come up and you've got a plan to move around it. Take action, manage and revise. Of course, focus on the process as well as your outcome. Write the skills down that you're going to need along your path. That can help. They don't goals don't magically happen. We don't magically get to the end. We inch towards them one choice at a time. So goals are a work in progress until they are achieved. Also, review them regularly and visualize. Your mind is a powerful tool. Visualize being at the end of the goal. Get accountable. Get yourself accountable. Get a partner. Send weekly updates around your goals. Also very important to achieving them. Um, so those are some some recipes for success to get you started on the path of goal setting. So thank you for joining me today. A special thank you to Lori Oswell for being on the show. I definitely recommend checking out her website, bestyouryet.com, and exploring the tools and programs available to help you and your teams to get clearer about your goals. Next week, we're going to be looking at how we can accomplish our goals, both personally and professionally, with balance. So we're going to take it to the next level. We're going to add balance to this. Uh, next week, we're going to have a guest speaker. Stephen Terry is one of the main facilitators for Ariana Huffington's Thrive Initiative. Stephen travels all over the world leading amazing seminars to business people just like you, providing with tips, tricks, and mindset shifts to help people thrive in this busy world. We'll be learning how to take care of ourselves and as well as having great performance. So tune in next week at the same time. Have a great week. And of course, you can always reach me at thementalgameoflife.com. Until then... What small change are you going to make this week to increase your mental game? Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for tuning into The Mental Game of Life with Dr. Christy Wanner. Please be sure to join us again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Let's talk next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you realize that the root of your challenges lie within you? It's time to find out more about coaching and how it can help both you and your business. Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves will help you gain a deeper level of self-awareness to find the answers inside yourself. Our guests are business professionals just like you who agree to a coaching session on our radio program. Tune into Coaching for Real live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. 